Anyway, uh, we have quite a few people with us today. So this will be an exciting show. This is broadcast number 23 of Indie Radio. Yet another week we're excited to go live on air. Indie Radio is an indie game development talk show which is here to bring you interviews with both large and lesser known developers, recap the latest news, debate about topics in indie gaming, and to give you some tips and tricks for your journey into programming. I'm your host, Brett Hudson, broadcasting live from the Midwest United States. I'm a co-host, Ian Jones, broadcasting from the Eastern United States. Alright, and with us we have three guests. Uh, first off is Joe. Hi, I'm Joe, uh, organizer of the IAP Bundle and programmer for Epic Vessel Games. We also have Matt. Hi, this is Matt, uh, co-organizer for the uh, IAP Bundle and artist for Epic Vessel Games. And we also have Reese Andrews. G'day, I'm Reese. I'm from Parabox Games, and I'm the lead designer and programmer. Yep. All right, and we'll get to our news right after this. Having some problems with microphones. It's always fun. Alright, but we have our indie gaming news right now. Uh, first up, we have the IUP bundle, which stands for Indie Underdog Pack. Bundle, of course. <laughs> uh, it has six games Animal Blast, Caveman Craig Special Edition, The Best of Lazy Brains. Koya Rift, Potion Master, and Magi. And uh, these are all available for a minimum of $5, it sounds like. Uh, would you like to give us a little more information on this, uh, Joe or Matt? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, visit iabundle.org and uh, you can see the games there. Uh, we're working with 8-Bit Funding. 8bitfunding.com or you can follow the link from our profile. Uh, we've been raising money to pretty much fund six new projects or six projects that we're currently working on. Uh, so if you go there and help us out, tweet, post. Um, it's a great way to get Game Maker Games out there and to get funding for um, the six teams that we've got here who are all indie developers. So it's a good cost. Yeah, and then I saw that if you develop, er, not develop, if you contribute $25 or more, you get six betas. Uh, could you tell us a little more about that? Yeah, um, actually, the Rice, uh, Rice uh, talk about it because you know, his game is one of the six that you get Caveman Craig 2. Um, you also get Cinders, uh, Knight's Wizard, um, uh, Skull Reaction, an enhanced version of Coyer Rift. <laughs> and. Uh, for $25, which, you know, th that's, you're really supporting the indie developers at that point, uh, and, and you get the six games that are in the bundle, plus the uh, the six that we're working on, uh, so it's, it's probably the best deal. Yeah, it definitely sounds like a good deal, and this is probably one of the few bundles that I'm really 
into right now because there are a lot out there. I mean, there's a Humble Indie Bundle, the Game Music Bundle, uh, Indie Royale, few that I can't think of right now, and then there's yours, and I'd have to say yours is probably towards the top of the list for me. So, that's good. It's really exciting. I, the difference is, I think, you know, we're not pocketing any of this money. It's all going to the games in production. Um, I don't know if the other bundles can say the same thing, but uh, yeah, that's why we're doing it as a crowdfunding project or campaign. Well, I mean, under other than the uh, humble bundle, they seem to not really let you customize your uh, how your money's being distributed. So, I mean, the humble bundle—if you felt like it, you can go, oh yeah, all the developers. But all these other ones, I—they're pocketing some of it, I'm sure. So, yeah, for sure. All right. Next up in news, we have the Game Maker Studio pricing revealed. The Game Maker Studio price was revealed. Alright, but basically, the program itself is $100, and this is the same price as GameMaker HTML5. So, what, what you get with the program is just the base program with all its nice features. However, if you want to be able to develop for iOS, Android, HTML5, and Nokia Symbian, you have to pay an extra $200 for it. And then... It also says that those who have purchased GameMaker HTML5 will automatically receive access to GameMaker Studio with the Windows, Mac, and HTML5 export options. So, um, lots of different options here depending on what you've bought so far and what you, you're planning on buying. So, that'll be interesting and it'll definitely complicate stuff when you ask somebody what version of GameMaker they have. And hopefully people will be interested in this so they actually purchase it from yo-yo games but um, I'm not sure how well it's going to sell yet it's definitely a good deal well good product but you know people are cheap and I don't know if they're willing to spend three hundred dollars on the software again I just got a construct to add on the game maker <laughs> blog I'm just saying that doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. Maybe they just think that Construct's actually better than Game Maker, and they're trying to subtly suggest that you go over to Construct. Uh-oh. I don't think I've ever even tried Construct 2, but the first Construct, I mean, free and pretty awesome, so... Mm-hmm. But Game Maker's still awesome, so don't yeah. say I'm hating on Game Maker. <laughs> Yep. Uh, Game Maker actually won an award from Pocket Gamer, Kroshi, uh, which was ported to the iOS and Android, won the Android Game of the Year 2012, and it happened in San Francisco while attending GDC, and then if you go to the Yo-Yo Games news blog, there is also a link showing all the other awards, and some screenshots of the game, of course. So congrats on that, Yo-Yo Games. It's Kuroshi's one of my other favorite um, game maker games, so puts a smile on my face. So keep it up, and I hope to see some more awards come out of you guys. Alright, next up we have some stencil news. We have three, or they, they posted three new things, uh, all of which we thought were worthy of being on the show. They have a future concept, Stencil Forge 2. 
Basically, it's an upgraded version of Stencil Forge. That looks really sexy. Yeah. And then, the original Stencil Forge, they said, has been a success, having served 1.2 million resources from a collection close to 25,000. And Stencil Forge 2 will take it to the next level and obviously provide more types of resources. Um more resources, period, and the design has been redesigned, which looks fantastic. The next one is Stencil Works. is now in Stencil. Oh my gosh! A rename! What the hell? Um, anyways. I've always called it Stencil. <laughs> so, yeah, they're just changing the name Stencil Works for the tool set to simply being Stencil, but, mm -hmm. um, I don't think they really need to give reasons, in my opinion, considering that, you know, that just makes it one word that's a lot simpler. And since plus, that's the only yeah. ID for Stencil anyways. Wasn't it original? I always thought it was originally Stencil, and then they changed it to Stencil Works, but apparently... Well, I was in the beta, even though I never really made much of anything with it. So, even when I joined the beta, like, right after I found out about it and everything, it was just Stencil Works for the ID... I don't know. Gotcha. Um, but they have a really long blog post on their Yeah, most blog. people already call it Stencil. Mm -hmm. There's been ongoing confusion. Um, and maintaining separate names splits up the branding. So, there you go. Gotcha. But if you want to read up about why they chose stencil works originally and why they're changing it to stencil you can read up about it on their blog they have quite a few paragraphs on it uh, we're not going to read all of it because that would be a lot of Ooh. reading that you can do on your own you can now apparently publish directly to the chrome web store or rather directly to the chrome web store through stencil works or stencil i guess now um, so i mean really that's pretty simple to do but that's pretty awesome to make it easier to just kind of like, oh, you click one thing and enter some little bit of info about it, some icons and stuff, and then you just have to upload the file in the Chrome Web Store and enter some info there, and suddenly you're going to get hopefully more people. Yeah, it's really simple. Literally, you just press a button, put in the name description version, the small icon and the big icon, save, it's on there. Well, actually... It gives you a zip file, it says, that you upload to the Chrome Web Store, but still, that's so simple. And then at the end, they have an advertisement to try out the StencilWorks 2.0 beta, although it also says Stencil 2.0. Confusing. <laughs> Alright. And then, uh, Skira... Skira is being helpful. Yep, they are so, being helpful. How to write low garbage real time JavaScript. That's a mouthful. Which could totally help me out, but um let's see. So the garbage collection pauses is, you know, one of the biggest obstacles to trying to make a smooth experience with JavaScript games. It doesn't have explicit memory management, the JavaScript language itself is. So you create things but you never release them. Mm -hmm which is part of the reason sometimes when I'm working on a game it ends up lagging really badly on other computers <laughs> that are less awesome than mine. Mm -hmm. So and This also uh, qualifies for HTML5 games since those run off of JavaScript. So, just making a little connection there. 
well, Serum X Construct 2 for anyone who doesn't know. So, yeah, I'm assuming they already have this incorporated in Construct 2, mm-hmm. and they're just helping some other people out. But, um. Do-do-do. It's a really long article, but it definitely gives you a good idea of how to do this. And, uh, you know, I was starting to think Skira was okay, whatever, they're making Construct, but this, uh,. Post has really made me start to uh, respect them like I used to again. So uh, keep up the good work, Skira. If they post more stuff like this, we'll definitely be talking about it on the radio show. You can just find it at skira.com/blog. Really simple. And then to you find can it. plus one on Google Plus. Yeah. Woo. Or you or can are, like you know, on Facebook, um, considering that I'm using pirate Facebook. Um, Right. Um, we one of our future interviews uh, is Adam Saltzman, or Adam Atomic, as many people know him as, and sorry. the creator of Cannibalt. Yep. But he's actually working on the official Hunger Games iOS game, which I think is really cool because obviously it's a major movie title, and they're letting an indie developer work on it. It. I don't know. It seems really cool to me. And Adam, in this post, he talks about how a lot of uh, movie tie-in games have failed because they lack a good experience and they really let down compared to the movie. And uh, Adam's trying to make sure that he doesn't let people down with this um, tie-in game. So Considering how amazing Adam is... He can pull it off. Yeah, he can probably pull it off. I mean, the book's great, even though I haven't read it. Supposedly amazing, so you take something like that and at least mostly try to base off the general idea of the book with the game and get it all worked out and allowing an indie developer to do this as opposed to trying to hand it off to some major company or game development team is probably actually a smart way to go. Yeah. Because normally the major teams and stuff mess it up. Yep, and also indies are a lot more passionate about their work, so they're going to make sure that they do a good job. Uh, the game is called The Hunger Games Girl on Fire, and it will launch alongside with the movie uh, next week. And movies come out on Fridays, right? I-, I wouldn't have a clue. I haven't gone to a movie in, like, two years. <laughs> Well, check it out if you want. It's available for iOS, and I don't see any pricing on it. So, we'll just have to update you next time we're on air. Okay, so Mike's been sitting here waiting to get introduced into the show again, since he missed the very beginning. So, here's Mike, another co-host. Yes, that's one. Mike. Ever. Oh, why, thank you, sir. Alright, Mike, would you like to do the last news topic I don't know how about you uh you start me up here and I'll just jump right in all right the St. Patrick's Day bundle from the Indie Royal uh, Indie Royal I think you have to kind of say it with an accent for it to sound right actually yeah probably Indie, Indie Royal game bundle site has announced its return with the St. Patrick's Day bundle Featuring five leading independent games available for a bargain, fluctuating price for the next five days. Okay, I'm gonna stop with the plagiarism. <laughs> Red. 
you could probably take it from there. Alright, so the St. Patrick's Day Bundle is five games made by independent developers, thus the title Indie Royale. And the way that the Indie Royale does their pricing, if you haven't picked it up from the last few times that we talked about them, is it seems you pay the minimum, and every time that somebody the minimum. pays the minimum, the price goes up and up and up and up. If you beat the minimum, pay more than the minimum, the price goes down for other people. So, it's definitely an interesting way of doing it. And the bundle minimum just went up two cents. So, obviously a few people have bought it. I'm not sure how much it goes up each time. So, uh, they well, have... It's, D it's DRM free, so that's pretty cool. And Mike, would you like to say which games there are? Um, I'm actually just reading about it right now. <laughs> I think Hard Reset is the uh, kind of the hook for this bundle. Mm -hmm. So Hard Reset... And I, I th you get the soundtrack if you pay more. That actually looks pretty cool. Official soundtrack by Daniel Capo. That sounds familiar. Actually, I might get it just for that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Alright, yep. And then there's four games. An exclusive game. Actually, and then a bonus at the end. And then if... Mike will ever say what they are. Anyway... Uh, the games are Hard Reset, Jolly Rover, Vertex Dispenser, DL DLC Quest, which is the exclusive, and the bonus game is for anybody that pays more than minimum, which is Lair of the Evildoer. Woo. Uh, as of right now, there are two days, 20 hours, 40 minutes, and 19 seconds left to buy this bundle. Uh, 26,599 have been sold so far, and 522 people are viewing the website right now. So, go check it out if you want, although... I prefer you check out the eye up bundle first. Thanks for the plug. Actually no. actually I I prefer if you save the best for last. Ooh, good point. So I guess we could tie back to the So I always eat my veggies first and then my dessert. I'll put them both together. <laughs> Alright, so let's jump back to the um eye up bundle. And we're actually gonna just jump right into the interview. Uh, we have, obviously, the three people, Joe, the creator, Matt, the co-creator, and then Reese, one of the developers of the games, obviously Caveman Craig. If you didn't know that, I'm going to come smack you. <laughs> so We don't want to take anything away it. from Indie Royale, because, hey, they're still helping sell games and stuff. That, uh, uh, but, um, I, I guess they serve different purposes, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, what originally motivated you guys to start this? Uh, really just um, seeing games like Caveman Craig and Magi uh, not you know, widely known and in an effort to kind of get funding for our own project, the Ninth Wizard, um, which you can see on Indie Database right now. Uh, so we just started kicking the idea around of doing like a Kickstarter with our own game. 
with it. If you've ever done a crowdfunding sort of campaign before, mm -hmm. you know how difficult it can be just to get the ball rolling. So then we thought about, you know, well, what if we get, you know, somebody else or, or a musician or another game involved? And uh, so this just kind of evolved into this idea of doing a bundle of underdogs of, you know, lesser known games that are still of really great quality. Uh, and it just kind of took off from there. Everybody loved the idea. And uh, so we, we took it as far as we could. And, and here we are today talking to, to you guys. Yeah, it's definitely gotten big. You are you guys already have more followers than us on Twitter, which is in some ways weird and in some ways kind of pathetic on our end. <laughs> so it's good for you guys, though. Um, so I definitely congrats you guys on that. Uh, you definitely did do a good job of getting the word out quickly because I didn't know anything about it like a week ago, and now I've heard about it from a few different sources, and obviously we're talking about it on here. And then, you know, I do recognize Quite a Rift. We we reviewed that on our magazine, I believe, issue three, way back uh, last summer. And then Caveman Craig Special Edition. I've been wanting that for ages. Just I haven't gotten around to buying it. And the Magi sounds familiar, but the other three I've never heard of. So it's all good. All right. Um, gotten some complaints that it's kind of hard to hear me. Is that better? Seems to be slightly better, yeah. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Someone. I was leaning back a little words, too far from my so. mic. At least you're not a robot. Ooh. That's, that's Mike, never good. be quiet. <laughs> Alright. So, you said that you're using this to... Um, promote the games and then also get some funding for your game. Do you plan on having another one in the future? By any chance? Seems that whenever Brett's saying something meaningful, okay, are, are you, 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 you planning <laughs> on having another one of these bundles considering what you just said? Uh, I don't want to be the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we've already had uh, almost 10 games submitted for the next bundle, which, uh, mm -hmm. which is really cool. I mean, it's awesome. Uh, it's just difficult because you can't have a, a bundle with like 30 games in it. Um, but I, I think if the support is there, if the interest is there, uh, if this one continues to do well, um, absolutely. Uh, we won't have a game in it, but you know we're still going to be there um, with the website, and, and part of this bundle will help us get the website going and off the ground, uh, which I think will make the next bundle even stronger. Um, not to mention every mistake we make now is just, you know, knowledge for the future so we can avoid those mistakes and really hit the ground running on day one. Alright. Uh, is my sound quality any better now for you guys? Um, for now it is, yeah. Okay. The IRC, I think, is saying that my uh, quality is just fine. I'm guessing it's the Skype call. I don't think I've ever done the radio show with uh, five other people before, so that's probably why. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, you guys have already fundraised a um, little over $1,200, which I believe last night was only at 700 Yeah, 700 which means that you guys have almost doubled your money overnight, which is 
Uh, <laughs> pretty amazing. Brett, yeah. if I killed you, no one would notice because you sound so <laughs> terrible right now. <laughs> we'd be able to hear the sounds of you being like, HELP! I mean, seriously, be able to... And then think like, oh, are you okay? You sick? That's alright. Alright, the IRC can hear me, so... Um... I feel like Brett should just start typing and then we can say what he's trying to say. Yeah, that, that would maybe work. I... Brett You can do that, right? You can type? I'm not. All right, hey loser. <laughs> yeah, watch it'll pick up his typing perfectly. <sighs> wow. Jeez. Yep. Of course. Okay. Um. Just a minute. Tra la la. So, the if IRC. anybody's interested, they can go to iupbundle.org. Uh, uh, they can see all the games there. They can also make it to our campaign page, and um, yeah, they can just give us their money if they want to, which is. <laughs> <laughs> My money, take it. Okay, um... I think he has something about the games involved, I'm not sure. Yeah, yes. not really a question, it's just more of a case of looking at the bundle. I mean, personally at least, I recognize probably about half these games or so. Whereas a lot of these newer bundles that are popping up, they're like, oh, we're just going to throw at you like six random indie games or something, or four or whatever. It's kind of like, I don't recognize any of these, so I'm not immediately like drawn towards actually purchasing it. Whereas like part of the thing with the Humble Bundle, or the Humble Indie Bundle, uh, was whenever one of those comes out, I almost always, um, like, I'll recognize at least you know the majority of the games. So it's like, okay, but you guys that's kind of what you're doing here, which is why unlike, um... What's that thing called? Unlike, you know, the Indie Royale and whatnot, I really recognize these games and am inclined to purchase it. Yeah, yeah I, I think... think oh, go ahead, Reese. Sure. I, um... I think, I mean, you're, you're probably mostly familiar with the games because you're um, pretty familiar with the game maker community. And I think... Um, this is something that Joe's done pretty well in that he's picked games that are actually quite popular in a smaller context, um, and so he's he's bringing them out to a more global market, um, which is, uh, I'd say to some degree, the indie game market is a pretty new one. Um, and back when a lot of these games were made, at least my one, um, there wasn't really that much out, and so the market was game maker users pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, and so... To get this refresh has been has been really good, and it, I guess it's it's the kind of the spin on the on the indie bundle um, for for the indie under, underdog pack is that um, these games are have the potential, um, but kind of didn't have the the um, the exposure that they kind of deserved. Yeah, I think Grace hit the nail on the head. Um, Especially in the game maker community, you know. Did you just call him Grease? Did I call him Grease? <laughs> I feel like you did. Oh man! <laughs> I need to take the G off the before show. you say his name. <laughs> we talked He's about this. Like a J, so. <laughs> the plan to call him Grease throughout the entire show was a joke, in case you were wondering, Joe. Just saying. <laughs> um, I forget what I was saying. No, thanks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
think he, he brings up the, the, the big point is that um, within this community, the games they have, uh, especially games like Caveman, Craig, and, and Magi, and uh, Lazy Brain, they have a big following. But outside of the community, they are um, relatively small. Uh, I think games like uh, Koya Rift have had some exposure on the Sura. But uh, beyond that, um, they're relatively unknown games if you're not within the community. But, but they should be known because they are really great games. I mean, uh, Caveman Craig is like one of my favorite. Like, I, I think it was you, Ian, who said it was one of your favorite I think it was me. games. It's certainly one of mine. So yeah. you know, that's what we're hoping for is to, to get that exposure for these games and to, to, to make the new games even, even better. Well, I think uh, part of the thing would be when you are doing things like this with the bundles and whatnot, your the exposure and everything, it's kind of also motivating to uh, indie developers who are experienced enough, than, or at least think they are, <laughs> that they, uh, you know, want to sit there and actually, you know, make a really good game so that they can get into these bundles and whatnot, since I see you have a uh, submit thing over here. I mean, tons of people can submit their game to be in the next bundle or whatever, but only the best are going to make it, I'm guessing, so it's a nice motivator, is what I'm saying, and uh, so I'm. are you always going to do six games, or do you just kind of do whatever you feel like for the next bundles, or what? Uh, we had, actually, um, for this bundle, we had about ten games, uh, and we narrowed it down to six, mostly because uh, having ten is quite a bit. Uh, we wanted to work with um, 8-bit and the crowdsourcing sort of thing, so having ten people, you know, splitting a few thousand dollars, we would each get, you know, maybe a few hundred for our game, or, you know, our games in development. And that, that'll definitely help. You can buy, you know, maybe a, a new track or, or some art resources with that. Um, but I think the big push was to get the most well-known kind of games together, the ones with the, the biggest communities, um, the biggest networks that can make this first attempt a success, and then uh, in the next one, you know, we'll, we'll take it, take our lessons and lick our wounds, whatever, but um, for the most part, uh, make it even greater than, than this one, hopefully, um, but we'll see how it goes, you know, it's still early, we've only been doing it for two days now, so... Um, the response has been great, but then we had, you know, with the launch of the uh, St. Patrick's Day bundle, we've kind of uh, sat in the shadows for the last 12 hours or so. Um, so we'll see what happens next week, and we'll see what happens by the end of it. I think I think everything is is up for uh, up for review and up for change and up for improvement. Um, and I don't think we've, we've made any gross errors yet, but I think uh, there's there's always room to make things better. Yeah. Efficient. Yeah. I wanted to add something to that. Uh, you know, this is our first bundle. It's so difficult to tell uh, where the next bundle uh, is really going to go, uh, only because uh, right now we're focusing on creating, you know, the brand of the bundle at the same time as, as selling these great games. So once yeah. we can establish yeah. ourselves, I think the next bundle will come a little easier in terms of those decisions. Yeah. That's something that was, I, I was blown away um, when people were, were comparing us and putting us side by side with, you know, like the Indie Gala and the Indie Royale and the Humble Bundle, because um, I didn't think we'd have that kind of feedback right away. Yeah, we did everything we can 
to make it professional and make it legitimate. Um, but to have people say, you know, oh, the you know, the uh, Indie Underdog Pack is coming up soon, um, then comes the Indie Royale, uh, it was, um, it was really neat, and it was, it was, it, it was kind of like, wow, you know, this is a legitimate, uh, thing that people are, that's how they're viewing it, so, uh, hopefully that bodes well for us, and we want to continue to build that, that idea. So, you're saying with the second one, because at the moment you're still making them brand and whatnot, with the second one you'll hopefully have most of that in place, so you'll be able to focus more on the bundle itself and improving what you already have. So, yeah. uh, um... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I'm actually trying to think of a question. Um, <laughs> um, is there anything else that you'd like to add besides games? Like, um, I can't think of anything. But maybe it's just supporting indie developers or something. I, I don't know. You guys are the bundle creators. <laughs> One of the things yeah, I like think I prefer about this bundle is actually how you, uh, on the main page, how you have this one thing. And if you click on one of the games, it, it's not just like, oh, it's gonna link to their website or whatever. You've actually gone out and showed, you know, some care by, you know, putting together like finding like a video and everything and some information about it and everything like that so they can quickly stay on your site but still find out more about all the games in the bundle and um but I guess my question is where are you planning to improve with the uh branding and whatnot and the bundle itself from here on oh it's a good question um <laughs> Ryzen I or Rise, I keep calling the rise. Reese and I, or Race, or Grace, I'm gonna call him Grace. That's <laughs> yes, Grace. <laughs> uh, we were talking about it beforehand. Um, we're really reaching two audiences, I feel personally. We're reaching uh, those who want a bundle for, for relatively cheap, uh, and then we're reaching sort of those who want to help our crowdfunding campaign to create new games. And I think one of the challenges so far has been making that distinction, um, making it known that you know, we're, not, we're not a commercial bundle sale. We're not selling six games. Uh, we're, we're giving a really awesome reward for a, for a contribution, a donation, to help us make six awesome games. Uh, that's, that's kind of the biggest difference. And I think one of the, part of the learning process is figuring out which of those is more important, and which of those is, is more beneficial to the, uh, the package. Well, I've, I've got something else to add about the, uh, you know, the brand or the meaning of this whole thing, and I think that it really is very fluid, and, and that's a, a good thing, and that's maybe how we're different from the other bundles, is that this entire process, for me and Joe, we were getting, uh, you know, uh, feedback support from the, uh, from the other developers, so it, uh, to, to help build this thing. So it's uh, it's really you know built by developers for developers. Yeah, I think that's important. So a lot of the other bundles, um, they have the backing of, of Steam or you know some other larger entity. Uh, we've had the, the help promotion wise from the, the game magazine. Uh, but it's really it's it's us 
uh, working at it together. And, that, and I think that's that's why you see more information on the page, and that's why you have you know race in here with us today. And uh, it's really been a team effort getting the word out and you know making this thing as successful as we had it so far. Okay, um, so I nearly called him Reese. Uh, Reese, what do you think of you know, like how they uh, managed to get you involved in the bundle and whatnot? Like, is has it been just a very fluent process or what? Yeah, it's it's um, it was a, I mean, it was a privilege to be contacted, um, particularly for a game that now is is approaching four years old. Um, it's always good to sort of get a rebirthing uh, for it. So. Yeah, I mean the process has been great because uh, not only have we all had a had a say in something that um, with has had this sort of impact. I mean, with six of us plus um, Joe, um, actually six plus other. I'm not good at the numbers, but um, with this sort of team, we've been able to um, pull all our all our skill sets. Um, and so we've had you know someone who's who's pretty savvy with Reddit and um, people who are, are good at the graphic design and the video editing and it's just sort of, um, with all of us working together, um, it's I mean it, it speaks for itself I mean we, we had a pretty good launch and it's you can see the, the underdog pack on all the, the popular websites um, and um, yeah I mean like Joe said we've, we've got little things that we've got to fix up for um, for the next bundle but you know, I mean this is the best way to learn is just to, to chuck it out there and see what happens um, so it's been a, a big learning experience for me. Um, it's been a big networking experience. I mean, yeah, meeting Joe has been, been a big benefit to me. Um, and some of the developers as well, they've all had um, their own sort of um, perk that you know, we've been able to share between each other. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, there's, there's heaps of angles to this um, and it's been you know, a really good experience. Yeah, if, if um, for anyone who's created a game and tried to get it out there you know how difficult it is uh, I think one of the best things for me is you know we built a network just between us as developers so you know we could share tweets we could help each other on reddit you know there's just so much we get out of just simply working together um, that I think is, is one of the, the biggest impacts uh, it's had for me so far Alright, well, I just want to take a moment to point out that it's not my fault that I'm being really slow to come up with questions, since I'm literally the only person here at the moment. Yeah, I'm kind of here, but I don't know how good my internet is at the second. Can you guys understand me? Yeah. Brett's fixing yeah. his internet, and Mike had a power outage, <laughs> so I'm just sitting here wow. trying to come up with questions by myself, and, you know, I only understand it, so... Alright, I I wanted to add on to what uh, Reese said a little while ago about um, a four-year-old project, you know, and how it's kind of being rebirthed, and uh, I definitely think that's really cool, and, um, you know, <clears throat> I'm sure there's a lot of other people like me that looked up to you back in the day, uh, well, I still do, but I remember seeing Caveman Craig, and you know, it inspired me to go try to create a game with uh, Game Maker. And I'm sure a lot of other people were inspired, and seeing that Caveman Craig 2, 
um, is nearing completion, if not completed, because you said something earlier about it, and I'm a little confused. But, um, you know, it's really motivating to see that you're still working on the stuff, and, you know, that you didn't just disappear into the shadows like some developers have, so. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I could, I could probably only hear about 80% of what you said, um, so if that was a question, can someone sum that up for me? <laughs> No, it wasn't a question, but I was about to ask one. Um, okay, I'll just nod my head then. <laughs> nod your head. All right. Um, uh, so what exactly is the current status on Caveman Craig 2? Right, well, it's it's out. Um, it's out um, to the full. Um, and I'm echoing, so I can't hear myself too well. Okay, um, so... It's out on PC at the moment. Um, it's been out since, um, well, officially the 1st of March, so 18 days now. Um, and, yeah, there's a playable demo, um, and there's a full version for 9.99 US. Um, so, I mean, at the moment, um, in That's relation to uh, the iUp bundle, um, the funds that go to us um, are just helping kind of... Um, continue development on Caveman Craig 2, um, specifically um, porting to other platforms. So, um, Max, our first priority. Um, there's some limitations in that beyond financial, but um, that's sort of our first priority. Um, and then we, we'd like to get it out on um, iOS and Android, um, which Ooh. that will require a rewrite. So, that's in to some degree rewriting a completely new game. Um, because even gameplay aspects are going to need to change. Um, and then past that, we'd, we'd love to be doing some downloadable content um, because there's, there's so many ideas that we had for the game um, and so many couldn't make the mark. So now that the game's out, it's just it's a good opportunity. And, and with the bundle, it's a good opportunity for us to start looking at what we can do to, um, I guess, extend what um, Caveman Craig 2 is. And focusing on your game itself, uh, Cell asked in the IRC chat, uh, is Caveman Craig 2 more fast-paced than the first one? Uh, good question. Um, no, I actually think it's slower-paced. Um, there, there is the classic mode, um, which essentially is us trying to recreate the original, but with the new features. Um, and that one's definitely fast-paced, and probably to some degree faster than the original. Um, because I guess it's um, uh, people just wanted to get straight into the action um, and so yeah a classic mode like if, if, if people want something fast paced um, classic mode gets unlocked quite early on um, but for the actual game the actual conquest game type you know, it's, it's a lot more of a uh, sort of an Age of Empires style you know, building up your, your um, tribe um, quite slowly and over time um, in the earlier levels, it's it's a bit quicker. Um, later levels, yeah, you you'll find yourself sort of building up for about forty minutes or so before you're ready to to get into some you know serious action. Um, but of course, there, there are the the dinosaurs that um, attack constantly, so there's there's always a bit of of a battle going on. Um, so it's not boring at all. But um, yeah, there's there's both options there with classic mode and conquest mode. We didn't want to destroy the original concept um, and not offer that um, on top of the of the new concept, but we did want to move it forward as well with the 
the tribal warfare element. I really like, just as a, as a fan of the Cape and Craig series, um, I think adding the, the tribal warfare gives it so much more depth and uh, makes it a lot of fun. Um, killing dinosaurs is really cool, but throwing racks at cavemen is uh, twice as fun, for me at least. I remember. Yeah, I mean, I, oh, I agree naturally. All right, you go. <laughs> okay. Um, I remember reading up about uh, Caveman Craig two probably a year or two ago, and I remember reading up and about the tribes, and I was like, "This is going to be really complex." I'm like, is he going to be able to pull it off? And he managed to do it. So, good job. <laughs> Sorry, so you're cutting out a bit. So. You're talking about the, um, I guess the length that's length of time it's taken to actually finish yeah. the game. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, lots of things just got in the way. I mean, at the time we weren't um, dedicated as a as a team. It probably was only um, late 2010 that we came up with Parabox as a name, um, and before that, it really was um, something that me and Tim wanted to do. Uh, because we enjoy it, um, and unfortunately, um, just around that time, there was just too many other things going on um, that we couldn't actually sort of commit ourselves to it. So all the planning in the game actually had happened quite soon after the original game came out, um, but we didn't have an opportunity to actually um, have enough kind of discussions to, to really flesh it out. Um, Sorry, I'm just reading a Skype chat. Um, yeah, so a little plenty went earlier on, and yeah, you're right. It did take a long time to release the game. Um, I think most of the development um, happened in the past year. Um, so if if we worked as hard as we did in the past year, um, as we did uh, from the beginning, um, it would have been out a lot sooner. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, like I said. At the time, we weren't committed as a, I guess, a game company, um, and so we just couldn't allocate enough time, enough hours in the day um, to actually work on the game. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to end the call quick. Uh, Ian's going to try recalling to fix our internet problems, so um, he'll call us back. So, yep. All right, uh, now it would normally be dead air, but... Ian's really good at this, and he held us almost. Yes, it it uh, wow, that's a lot better. Yes. Oh, oh wow. I am a boss. Brett sucks. <laughs> wow. wow, that is a lot better. That is actually a lot better. I like Ian's internet. You're hosting him from now on. And they'll die tomorrow, so that way I don't have to host anymore. Ah, oh, damn it! Why do these things always happen to me? <laughs> oh, Cell said it's because I'm a bot. So that seems legit. Ian is I'm a, a robot, so naturally I have perfect internet connection. That would make sense. <laughs> and Neo just. Oh, jeez. The IRC. It's fun. <laughs> you guys should totally join if you're listening live and you aren't already there. So all Echo and uh, Morse code speaking is gone now? 
Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Perfect. Alright. Beep, beep. So we have some new people jumping in the IRC right now. Um, just a little refresher for everyone. We have Joe and Matt from the IUP Bundle and Reese Andrews, uh, creator of Caveman Craig, or co-creator, something like that. Well, yeah, co-creator. Yeah, that's Reese. Who's Grease? Co-created between Reese and Grace. Oh, okay. Okay. Reese and Grease helped him. Okay, that that makes sense. Perfect. And Ari's just jumped in too. All right, our IRC is getting pretty. Um, um, what's the word? Not energetic, but lively, lively. Yeah. Good. Hey, so, we have uh, a Reddit up too. I just want to plug. Um, if anyone wants to uh, ask. Uh, Reese, Joe, or Matt, any questions? Go right ahead. It's all good. <laughs> Ask me if I'm hungry. You're hungry. You should be tired. It's what? 3 a.m. there. Uh, you could also ask if I was Almost tired. Almost 5, yeah. Are you not tired? I'm looking um, at uh, Crossbox Alpha. It looks very similar to Game Maker. I don't know if, uh, if anybody has ever used that before, but. I guess not, because nobody just said anything, so... Uh, are you asking if I've we've used Game Maker before? I, di I didn't quite catch that last part. What was it, Joe? Uh, cross Box Alpha. It's supposed to be a, uh, a similar creation program to Game Maker oh. or uh, something similar to that, I guess. I don't think I've heard of it, but uh, I'll check it out. There's a lot of uh, tools coming out. Like, there was Tulalu a few months ago, uh, probably in September, I think, that yeah. was for HTML5. I've used uh, Corona, which is pretty powerful to make uh, web app or well, just apps. Um, yeah, I've heard of that. It's pretty exciting, all the different tools that are out to make, even Flash games, I mean, there's tools for that as well. Uh-huh. Uh, what I'm waiting for is the 3D tools where, not, you know, typical 3D, like a first-person shooter, but 3D, like, projecting out of your computer screen. Oh, that'd be uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I guess we have that to look forward to. Alright. So, Reese, other than Caveman Craig, uh, are there any other games that you say that you're noted for? Um, yeah, to some degree. Um, Tekka Tiki had some, um, oh, duh. attention back Whoa. when it was out. Why what? didn't I connect that to you? I remember that. Yeah, that came out on, on iOS and Android yeah, as I've well. That was sort of one of the early Yo-Yo games, um, iOS releases. Um, I still gotta get and that. And it was... Sorry? Oh, I said I still gotta get that for my Android. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I like money. It's good. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's that that was actually created not with Tim. That was with Greg uh, Vanderbeek. I <laughs> hope I pronounced his name right. I've never actually spoken to him before. Um, <laughs> and so he did the art, and I think it's fantastic. Um, and we we made it for the uh, one of the other Yo Yo Games competitions. Um, I can't remember what the um, the subject was that the game needed to be about. The theme. Um, but um, it was an honourable mention, and then um, I chatted with Yo-Yo Games, and they um, thought it would be a good idea to put that up on a 
on iOS and Android. Um, so that turned out pretty well. Um, other than Tekateki, um, back in the day, I worked. Um, I was leader of a team called Game Cave. Um, that was in my very much young days, um, and we all worked on a project called Conflict Online or Conflict Arcade. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh yeah, I remember uh, that too. So that's and then that's it just kind of disappeared. Yeah, so, so it was. It was. It was originally intended to be online, um, but I got sick of trying to learn how to program games for online. So <laughs> game maker, that is a total pain. Yeah. 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 You kind um, of have to use DLLs, or it won't work well. Like uh, uh, that's right. Was it thirty-nine DLL? Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean the. I was trying to think of uh, adrenaline. That ah, yes. game. That yeah. Yeah, uh, it's really we went about it the wrong way. Um, I mean, in the end, we, we left it at a, a fairly small top-down shooter where you basically fight bots, um, and the bots are pretty fun to fight. So, um, I mean, at the time, the graphics, the music, the sound, everything about it was was pretty A-grade for for Game Maker. Um, so it got a decent following. I think it's got about twenty thousand downloads on Yo-Yo Games. Um, so yeah, I mean that was. 2007, so five years ago. ago. Um, since then, yeah, Caveman Craig's really been the, the focus for us. So it looks like there's some activity going on in the IRC. I'll sum it up. Um, people are talking to uh, Reese about Caveman Craig. And before uh, that, the they, they had uh, been advertising <laughs> and, oh, uh, Advertising. And what's that? Oh, advertising. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're talking about Greece. Brett is from yeah. Greece. Because he's so slow. Well, blown up far you. more than it should have. <laughs> Alright, that, that snail. Yeah, that's kind of my fault, by the way, so I'm <laughs> sorry. But no, no, really. that's fine. It doesn't bother me. Alright. Uh, oh, hey, Joe. Do you plan on yeah. just staying exclusive to Game Maker? games, or do you think you'll expand to other um, project creation tools and just maybe indie games in general? It's a good question. Um, I can't. I don't think we would stay exclusive to GM games, just because uh, it's a limited number of games. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, there's, a, there's thousands of GM games, but of active developers who are working towards new projects. Um, I tried to contact just about as many as I could find. Mm -hmm. um, and many of the names you know pretty well in, in the game maker community, I, I probably talked to them. Uh, so at some point, I think we'd have to branch out beyond just game maker games. Uh, and we've gotten submissions from you know games that use uh, a variety of different engines uh, and a variety of different styles of games. So uh, I, you know, game maker games always have a special kind of place um, because you know that's that's the community we're coming from. Mm-hmm. Well, I certainly don't think it would be limited to uh, Game Maker. Well, that's, I'm glad that you guys aren't just saying exclusive, but you aren't completely forgetting about them, so that's... Yeah, we're, we're not going to just try to go and get Steam games for the next bundle. It's, <laughs> uh, I think, <laughs> you know, maybe if this was uh, a thing that we're doing to make money, you know, that would be a better business model, going and get really popular... Steam games, um, or whatever you can get, I guess. 
but uh, <laughs> I just reading. <laughs> but uh, you know, we'll take uh, any 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 submission. We're gonna review it, and it's not about necessarily the quality of the game that is gonna be offered in the bundle. It's it, to me at least, it should be more about the quality of the game that you're developing uh, and what you're working on. You know, some games deserve exposure but can't get it. Mm -hmm. so I think that's why this, uh, one of the biggest motivations for this bundle. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because the, the bundle, it's not following. I, I did hours and hours and hours of research on what makes a successful crowdfunding campaign. For a long time, we were, we were going to go with Kickstarter. We were going to do a Kickstarter campaign. Uh, and then I got in contact with uh, Chris Newton from 8-Bit Games, um, and it was kind of good timing because 8-Bit was purchased by the Indie Game Magazine. Oh, nice. Um, and they were relaunching the site. The site kind of pretty essentially died. Uh, Jeff, who's the creator of 8-Bit, uh, lost a lot of, I guess, a good chunk of his staff to you know, bigger sites. Uh, then he sold it. Uh, but in the meantime, all the projects had pretty much just crashed, there had been no support, uh, I think I had submitted a game to it and waited like a month and a half before I heard anything on it. So uh, it was just good timing, got in touch with Chris, um, from there we talked with Mike, who uh, is the founder of uh, the Indie Game Magazine, uh, and they also they also got uh, a couple more sites, DIY Gamer and uh, Aged Gamer and stuff like that. Uh, so from that we, we kind of decided, and this, at this point I had gathered uh, most of the developers for the bundle, and then as a team we kind of went over the pros and cons, we you know, discussed what would be better, would, it be, would Kickstarter make this more successful? Everybody knows about Double Fine and the three million they were able to raise, but mm -hmm. you know, they did that because they have the network they have. Really, to me, you know, they're, they're a large indie company. They're not, you know, a, a handful of guys. They're, they're, there's like 50 people in it. Um, so comparing anything to that is almost useless. You're going to just do more harm than good. So we looked at the smaller projects, the projects that earned, you know, 40,000, 50,000, 60,000. Um, and it seemed like our model was pretty good. We had a good reward, we think. You know, a contribution of five bucks would give you six or more games. At this time, we had ten games. Uh, we thought we had a pretty good network. Um, not only were there, you know, ten teams involved, which we narrowed down to six, but each team has their own network, and if you've ever done a crowdfunding, that's really the, the thing that gets the ball rolling. Mm -hmm. And 75% of your funds are going to come from your close network and your network's networks. Um, so having a big team is going to help that. Uh, so eventually we, we came down to the decision, do we want to go with Kickstarter? Can we get a good initial push from our friends and family and, and stuff like that? Um, and if we can, great, because then hopefully the Kickstarter community will start adding from there. Uh, but at the same time, we had an opportunity with 8-Bit where we would get press coverage and we would get media coverage, and uh, you know that's that was a big uh, a big decision. So uh, obviously we went with 8-Bit. And I think it paid off well because I think it was that initial press coverage that sort of legitimized the bundle as you know, something people should buy. 
um, that may have hurt us because we're not really selling anything, like I keep saying. But um, we'll see where it goes. You know, it's it's still so early in this process that uh, I think time will tell whether our decision was good or bad. I think you guys should do um, an HTML5 game in your bundle, like Ian was saying, because I don't think any bundle has ever had an HTML5 game before. So for your next one, you could do that and try to beat the others, unless they listen into this and hear us talking about it. This wasn't a good idea. That's <laughs> a really good idea. But yeah, <clears throat> I mean, it, it, bleh, if I can talk, HTML5 could definitely uh, rise up and be a very good, or a very strong competitor to Flash in the near future, if it takes off correctly. So I think the, the part they're still trying to figure out with HTML5 is, is how to make money from it. Because uh, you, know, you can just swipe an HTML5 game and you know, play it for your own purposes, or get rid of the ads, or do whatever. Mm -hmm. There's, there's money invested in making it um, a product yet. I think that's the big holdup. Ah, good point. Another problem is uh, game portals, because even if you put the game in an iframe, the iframe, if you uh, program the JavaScript correctly, you can easily access the main host window, and therefore you could mess with the website and do like Ajax requests and stuff. So until they have the uh, sandboxing, which is part of HTML5, uh, consistent in all browsers that support HTML5, they know websites, their game portals really want to just directly host the website on their own website and they're like, just allow you to like upload your game or anything because it might totally mess up their website. Yeah. So why the only uh, portals really, you still have to host it yourself, you just they link to your game. It's kind of meh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think with uh, you know, the, the driving force behind big flash portals are, are you know motion media and, and the sort of ads they can get in there um, I don't know if there's any sort of barriers for that with HTML5 if it's difficult to um, I imagine it's not but um, I guess I just don't have enough programming knowledge of, of how HTML5 is going to work with the, the sort of stuff that they need it to work with I mean people didn't really sell flash games that often either um at least not to my knowledge, and so I think, I mean, HTML5 is still a, a new technology um, to a large degree, um, and I think uh, some people like to try and sort of take a technology and use it in a way that it really isn't sort of naturally designed for, um, and so unless, unless the world becomes a lot more based on HTML5, I mean, like, I know this operating system is being built entirely around HTML5. I don't think it's really ready as a model for games that are sold. I mean, it's doable, but you wonder if it's worth just making it for, you know, Windows or for Mac mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, there's definitely the benefits of cross-platform compatibility, but there's a lot of downfalls as well. I think it's really, because it's web games, it's much more similar to the Flash market, so you really don't want to say things like, oh, you know, let's take this game and sell it, because very few Flash games are actually, you know, taken and sold on uh, Windows and Mac and Lynx and that type of thing. Uh, I mean, there's a few, like, on Steam and whatnot, with, like, Machinarium and uh, 
V V V V V V and whatnot, Is but the majority of Flash games, if they make any money, it's just from ads. So that's probably uh, where HTML5 will start going next in terms of making money. Yeah, I agree. Especially because HTML5 is supposed to be work, supposed to work on mobile devices, isn't that the, the big yeah, yeah. push? Well, iOS, Android's awesome, so it supports Flash. Mm. Yeah, right. Ian's a really big um, HTML5 developer, and I've tested some of his stuff on the uh, Android, and it works flawlessly. So, I mean, he like even multi-touch support in HTML5 works really well. So that's really cool. Other thing is it's kind of inconsistent. Like on pretty much every Android mm-hmm. three device I've tested, they did the uh, HTML5 with multi-touch somewhat oddly because when I tried testing my um, my demos for that, well, various uh, things that use it. It, it has it like a bubbling type of event essentially so as you're going through and trying to like touch everything you can't tell whether it's just been tapped or if it's being held because it counts as a tap every time Ooh. so it's just kind of annoying and yeah I can see and now we're completely off topic from what the show was originally intended to be on <laughs> <laughs> I think um, with, with that in mind I, having an HTML5 bundle would be a neat sort of uh spin on you know bundles that are out there um i just i wouldn't know how to market it i wouldn't know how to uh to go about it would you would you think of more like a uh sort of the crowdfunding campaign style that we're doing now where you know html5 games would be the sort of reward for supporting developers or are you kind of saying you know go for it and make a make a real sale of html5 well, I was thinking, uh, using all the PHP and various other things, you can, instead of having, like, the download page, you would just have a page that essentially would, uh, include, like, you could have, like, all of the games hosted on the website or whatever, and therefore you just have, like, a page where you could, like, oh, here's the list of games you got from, well, maybe all of your bundles that you've ever bought for, uh, the HMO5 thing, and then you just, you know, click one of them, and it just goes over to the page with just that game on it and everything. And, uh, so, I mean, it be kind of annoying to not have it offline, but it still work out quite well, I think, if you tried to do a bundle like that. Yeah, I mean, you could try and... Go ahead. He's talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> you could always try and, and use the advertising model um, and try and, you know, still call it a bundle, but essentially anyone can go to the website and go straight to the game and play it, but um, well, I mean, because of that bookmark market and stuff, so... And you could have the ads around the you know, outside of the game and on the main page. Yeah. Uh, and that could then be the funds that go towards, you know, whatever the cause is. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, the bundle, you could make bundles that were free since it all has to be online anyways, and you could just have the ads on the page. So you can easily have just tons of people go by and have the bundle for free, and then the, you still uh, get the developers and perhaps probably the people who made the bundle uh some money because you have the advertisements there, just kind of split the cash in. And there could exactly. also be a donate button too, to people who want to donate for a, a certain. Yeah, donations thing. too, of course. Mm. That's a you know, the, um, I was talking to two musicians who were independent, sort of guys just starting out in the last six months, and uh, our conversation kind of came to the point is where people don't really want to pay for something unless it's got a name associated with it or, or it's or it's big enough mm-hmm. um, like the 
Indie Royale, you know, it's going to push 25,000 sales or whatever in the first couple of days. Um, I think even if we were giving our bundle away, it would be difficult to push 25,000 units in the whole month uh, mm -hmm. just because we're less known. I think the same would apply to so pretty much any new startup, anything that you do the first time. Unless you've got a budget that really can back you up and make it appear that you're established, it's almost impossible uh, to really get going. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I keep laughing at the chat because it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so that, that's that's really been the, the most difficult thing, and that was one of the reasons as for this bundle we went with 8-Bit was because we did have that initial support where we weren't completely on our own. Uh, we had you know, a bigger entity that was essentially backing us up and saying, these guys are legitimate, so go for it. And, and I think that's almost necessary with any new startup. Because there's, there's HTML5 portals out there. Uh, they're, they're few and far between, but they're there. And they essentially run on that model that you suggested, Ian, where just play the games for free and they get the revenue and they split it with the developers um, but it takes a long time to get them off the ground because you've got to not only get the word out there but get people interested and convince people that it's better to go here than it is to go there um, the whole thing is it's very difficult to do but uh, it's doable if, if you just put in the time and the effort mm -hmm. yeah with some of the marketing stuff that you've been talking about I kind of had some similar um, stuff happened, you know, with Indie Function trying to get the word out and uh, the radio show and stuff. So, you know, I, I can see uh, some of your viewpoints with this. But some of it is stuff that we haven't had to deal with, and it's really interesting hearing your side of the story because, you know, some elements are similar, but some elements are different, and, you know, I wouldn't think of those. And you guys have definitely put in a lot of work, and I admire that. It's good. Even with uh, things like Twitter, um, if I say um like two more times, just kick me off the show. It's uh, it's it's a difficult process just to get a following, especially on you know like right now we've got a Reddit post for this particular show, and uh, Reddit can explode and drive you know hundred thousand visitors to your website, or ninety nine percent of the time it's just going to fizzle out and you're going to be left with almost nothing. So a lot of it is kind of the right place, the right time. Uh, but if you don't do anything, you don't try, you know, your your success rate is going to be zero. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think that's that's why having as many developers as we do and attacking this from every angle as possible uh, is going to give us the greatest chance for success because nothing's going to ensure success. But uh, the more times you try, the, the better chance you have. Try, try again. Yay! <laughs> okay. Awkward um, silence. Yay. Well, since it's silent right now, and there's been a ton of people requesting various uh, things be mentioned in the show, I guess we can do some advertising for these people right now. Yeah. Uh, 
do do do. First I'm expecting off, all the listeners to just we, drop. Now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Are you referring to First off, we uh, love Cell. So, uh, actually, that's yeah, I was okay. gonna say Cell. I'm really impressed with you. Cell. Well, I I, don't, I can't really say this because I kind of have to spell it out, or no one can get to the site. I mean, so Cell U S I O U S dot co dot n r. He uh, he's an pixel artist and an indie game developer. Uh, this is just kind of a portfolio of his pixel art, though, and it's incredibly sexy. So you should all go check it out. Mm-hmm. And there's also Acoria, uh, Acoria dot net. So huh? Or actually, Arcoria. My bad. A-R-C-O-R-I-A dot net and uh, it's got a picture of a sword on the main page <laughs> it's worth checking out it's so beautiful no but uh, it's hey, apparently just other. been switched to HTML5 so you should all go check that if you're interested in uh, the new amazing yeah, technology um okay now I feel like we should talk about something else mm-hmm. because yeah sports before uh, all their live listeners go bye-bye. Yep. What, um, just from my standpoint, we, uh, we put a lot of effort into our promo video. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, a terrible amount of effort because for Kickstarters and other campaigns, you know, we've been told and we've found that that's really one of the most important elements. Yep. So we came up with this really great video, we think at least, um, and it seems to be like a love it or hate it kind of thing. You either think it's awful and too long and doesn't, you know, misses the point completely, or you think it's, uh, you know, fun and, and neat and interesting. Perfect. Uh, I, I, feedback on that is what we're, we're hoping for, and we made a shorter version, uh, so we're just waiting for that to be posted up. But um, any feedback on that, and if, if a listener check it out yeah I don't I'll post a link actually in the IRC right now but if you go to our um, and then just click on the get the game here you'll see it's the first thing that pops up on our campaign page and uh, it's it's long but I mean Matt animated an entire sequence in sort of a golden age comic style uh, you know we did a radio voice on that then we talked briefly about the bundle and show the games but then we did this whole scene with you know aliens Interfering with the uh, the broadcast, so to speak, uh, we thought it was clever. But you know, I guess feedback—that's one of the things we want to know for the future bundles. Is, is this type of video the kind of thing people want to see? Does it give a personable approach, uh, or is it missing the point and not really uh, not really helping at all? So I'll actually post it here so you guys can see it. Yeah, I I can't recall if I've seen the video or not. Yeah, I'm posting it all over the place right now. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch it right now, but A, that's probably not going to help with my internet, and B, be kind of awkward oh, yeah. watching on the show. <laughs> I'm hosting a call, and yet the video's already loading. Yay. Yeah. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll watch that later, though, because otherwise it's kind of hard to hear you guys, you yeah. know? And I yeah, love you yeah. enough to not... Okay, wow, the entire video is already loaded now. Oh, shut up, man. <laughs> Brad, your internet is make... shit compared to mine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you must be a really crappy robot. <laughs> shut Why don't you still restart? Yeah, that's right. I went there. That's because you're running ENOS and I'm running BredOS. I think we're going to go on vacation. Yeah. Alright, so, so Reese, I finally thought of another good question. 
Did you just call him Grease again? I didn't call him Grease, I called him Reese. I swear I heard Grease. It's your bot ears messing up. You might wanna... You're the one who's supposed to be restarting right now. Shut up. Alright. Restarting. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, right. so that was five, so funny. Yay. 5 20 a.m. <laughs> so, yeah. so now that Caveman My Craig. Side effects are starting oh, to kick in. <laughs> so now that Caveman Craig 2 is released, what are you going to do now? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, retire, go to the, the beach. Build <laughs> <laughs> the little shed. Um, Just the beach. <laughs> build a house on a Minecraft yeah. block. Yeah, you know. <laughs> no. Um, I guess. I mean, we need to move forward, you know, we're, we're looking, uh, Tim and I are talking about our next ideas, we've got a few up our sleeve, but um, it does take some time to think through, actually, by some ideas, I mean, we've got 20 or so, um, <laughs> and we just... Sorry, IRC. So, oh, right, yeah. Caveman Craig Keep 3, Caveman Craig, the last levels. Back oh, to right. the 80s? Just like Nintendo, yeah. Caveman K, Craig breaking out. I mean look we can we could milk the Caveman Craig series quite a bit. Um nah. but I don't want to, I mean I want to make a name for Parabox. Um and I don't want it to just be, hey, these are the guys that made Caveman Craig and nothing else. Um so we want to be exploring um new styles of games. Um I mean it looks like our sort of strategy and RTS stuff um is what we're good at. Um but I'm all for growing and, and trying new styles as well. So, yeah, I mean, Tim and I still need quite a bit of discussion on working out which projects we actually want to commit to. Um, we have some ideas that are, are pretty well-developed um, and some others that are just, oh, that'd be pretty cool, you know, lots of blood and gore and let's do that. <laughs> but um, obviously we've also got to think about who our fan base is. Um, we actually, we posted a... A poll in our blog um, quite a few months ago, just asking, you know, if we were to make a new game, what what sort of game would it be? Um, Dinosaur Dan. And at the time, <laughs> brilliant. That's good. I'll I'll think about that. Um, and at the time, we were thinking, let's let's Dinosaur do a, Dan. Uh, a top down shooter, like just a really, um, I mean, as much as there's thousands of them, let's do one that's just really solid, um, mm. one that we can just add to over time. We we're just thinking of these ideas. But the one with the least votes was Top Down Shooter. Everyone wanted more Caveman Craig or another strategy game. Um, so, you know, we've got to consider as well what other people want. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But then we've, we've also just got this, this you know, passionate desire to explore other styles. And, um, you know, we've just got to sort of discipline ourselves, I guess. Yeah, I think if you guys ever want to do another Caveman Craig, I think you should definitely let it sit for a while and not yeah. make it for a few years. Don't, don't be like Modern Warfare 3. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I mean, Craig 2, wait. Oh, I'm starting from scratch. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> as much as I... Um, yeah, I don't think we can really better ourselves much from Caveman Craig 2. I mean, we can, but... I mean, after... When, when Caveman Craig 1 came out, we thought that was the bomb. We thought, this, you know, we can't get much better than this. Um, we've really pushed... Game maker, we pushed our programming skills, we pushed all, you know our graphic skills to the limit. Um, but then when you look at Caveman Craig Two and <laughs> just see the difference, like it's incredible. Like we, we're impressed with ourselves, um, and it's still hard to think that we could possibly improve. Um, 
but that's the thing at this point um yeah doing a caveman craig 3 would just be silly um it's just like there's there's so much in caveman craig 2 that um needs to be enjoyed and fleshed out and yeah we just don't want to sell out like um call of duty did not that we're making millions but Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i think all right so nathan asked um this will actually be our last question because i think we need to wrap this up it's getting late for rise and there's going to be a party at my house in a little bit, and I'd rather not have that interrupt. <laughs> so, um, Nathan asks, can you ask, or, yeah, if they have ever thought of making an MMO? Who are we asking? Um, uh, Reese. Oh, right. Um, yes, I think so. Uh, an RPG, yes. An MMO, I think I'm accepting that's kind of beyond my abilities at this point um, particularly because of all the um, server stuff like you need to have a good server you need tons of security you're constantly battling hackers um, I guess as far as online gameplay goes we want to limit it to um, I mean we love I love land parties and I love people um, you know playing games with each other but not so much playing people they don't know I mean that's fun too but um, for the sake of not having to think about security not having to think about um, you know massive servers with user bases and all that sort of thing we prefer to have games that can just be played within a LAN or you know just a couple of friends over the internet Um, so I mean look we we consider every style and I like every style of game um, to a degree so MMO was something we considered but um, I think we're looking at other things at the moment. Well, thanks so much, Joe, Matt, and Reese, for uh, coming on the show. It, this has been a really fun uh, interview. Hope you guys enjoyed yeah. it as well. Thanks for keeping me up. I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. 83 minutes. 23 minutes overtime. Yeah. The sun's coming up. <laughs> and about 50 minutes of not being able to understand bread. Yeah, that, that always helps. <laughs> good. good bonding session. Yep. Well, um, we'll catch bonding up always you guys goes later. better for me with other people oh. when I can't understand what they're saying. Because yeah. then I don't, you know, have the fear that they might be mad at me because I can't tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, we hope to hear back from you guys again soon. And uh, we're going to play some intermission music and then head over to our credits. Thank you for listening to broadcast number 23 of Indie Radio. This broadcast was broadcasted live with 1,000 mics and was recorded using Audacity. All music was found on new grounds coming from Nemesis Theory and Three Clicks Philip. <laughs> Thank you again for listening in, and we hope you would be a part of the next broadcast, which will be March 17th. Have a good weekend. Scratch that. Have a wonderful weekend. And our next broadcast will not be March 17th, as that's today. Yeah, probably... 
because uh, today's March 17th. But our next broadcast will be March 31st, and as of right now, we are planning on having an interview with Edmund McMillan, so get excited for that. Bye, right. Isaac. Well, thanks for everyone that listened in. We'll catch you next time.